Hello, this is Dan Kalak, member of the Palma Band of Lusanio Indians and the Chief Medical Officer for Indian Health Council over the past 19 years. Miyum. May we all wonder and be blessed by the energy created by the life around us, perpetuated and created from our ancestors and their ancestors for time immemorial. We recognize the Creator's hand is all that we see, feel, think, and do here on Earth and in our short existence. We treasure our time together and we wish each other peace, happiness, and long life. For love, health, time is all we have here on Earth. We relish our bodies, minds, spiritual being, and our consciousness, drinking in our reality with the ones we love and making a good place for our people is paramount. For our Earth, our animal brothers and sisters on Earth, the ocean, the sea, and the unseen that share our space, we treasure your existence. For our children we love, live, and last one more day, if not for ourselves, but for our generations to come forever now on Earth and to the universe end. Michonne Lovick. Nine eight eight has been designated as the new three-digit number to connect you to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. You can reach the nine eight eight Suicide and Crisis Lifeline by calling, texting, or chatting with nine eight eight. You'll be connected to trained counselors who will listen, strive to understand how your problems are affecting you, provide support, and connect you to resources if necessary. So if you're feeling suicidal or in crisis, call, text, or chat 988. Welcome back to the What About Life podcast. I'm David S. Dawson, Multimedia Coordinator at Indian Health Council. I'm joined this morning for the podcast by my co- cohort, colleague in arms, Mr. George Boaz. Good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? Doing all right. It's yeah. a gloomy spring day. It was like really bright and sunny the last couple of days, and then today it's raining again. Yeah, I know. I got my dogs outside. I wonder if that's okay. <laughs> I'm like happy that there's rain, but as a Californian, I'm a little freaked out by all the rain. Yeah. Yeah, I like <laughs> the rain. It's just too much. Uh, so we're sitting in... in Chatting this morning with our new colleague, uh, our new elder renewed. navigator. Renew. Renewed. 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 Miss Lisa Sherman. Hello. Good morning. How are you doing this morning? I'm good. How do Thank you, you feel about the rain? Oh, I love it. But yeah, it's a bit much. <laughs> I told George he did his rain dance this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, oh, yeah. Are you out there doing the rain dance with George uh, this morning? No. Are you the one to blame? <laughs> no. No, no, I don't have a rain dance in me, but I can dance. <laughs> I don't have a rain dance in me. Somebody did it. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because we, we had our meeting out at Palma Farms yesterday, and we were talking about, you know, where we're going to park and everything. And I said, I said to Monica when we got back here, I said, well, I mean, the good thing is, is the ground shouldn't get softer between here and the event because, you know, I doubt it'll rain again before then. <laughs> and sure enough, last night it rained. I'm like, that's on me. <laughs> <laughs> Open my big mouth. <laughs> yeah, the rain. It's, it's, been, it's been nice getting all this rain. Yeah. No, it is good. Everything's really green out there right now. Mm-hmm. The flowers are all blooming. It's yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah. So, Lisa, this is 
not your first time working at IHC. You've you've returned to us. You want to give us a little bit of the, of the history of uh, what you do and what your history here is? Um, yeah, so I started in 2010, and I w- mostly worked on health insurance back then. Um, I implemented the Cover California when that um, Affordable Care Act passed. Um, I, you know, like mostly focus on, um, you know, basically health insurance for Medicare, Medi-Cal, Cover California. We also had the Veterans Affair, um, you know, MOU in place. That was new back then. I left for a little bit, went to Southern Indian Health Council, and I mostly worked on referral and the Purchase Refer Care program over there. So I'm back over here. This is a shorter distance for me to travel. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, with that um, background as, as well with, like, you know, referrals and um, the Purchase Referred Care Program, um, and I'm still, you know, pretty much, um, you know, educated in the Medicare process. So I'm with all that knowledge, I'm now working with elders. So I just want to, you know, um, kind of you know, continue my education with that and help the elder community. So that's what I'm, you know, got hired on as, mm-hmm. you know, working with the elders. And I think I'm kind of blessed, you know, cause my mom is an elder now. So I think it's kind of a blessing, you know, in my life right now as well. That's nice. Yes. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. We, uh, we've been needing an elder navigator for a while since art, uh, got promoted up to, uh, was it operations management here, uh, facilities operations management? And um, I know I know that we were super excited that you were coming in to take the position um, because you know it's important to us that we provide the services to the elders that they need and the and the help and assistance that they need. Um, since this is kind of a new aspect for you, uh, it's not kind of just managing insurance but it's it's doing the outreach and whatnot as well um what sort of things are you looking to do uh, in the in the position in the role like how how can people a get a hold of you if they need need uh, you to reach out to an elder uh that needs assistance and, and what are you going to be doing to to kind of expand your outreach yeah so currently um we just did the volleyball the senior volleyball um tournament so that was exciting. Um, we welcome back the vets, you know, doing the American Indian Veteran Association meeting. We just had our first meeting since COVID. So that was really fun. Um, George has been great in uh, introducing me back into the community. And we do a lot of PEI outreaches. Um, we do the wellness workshop, which is open to everybody over in Santa Isabel. Um, so that's once a month, the first Tuesday of the month. And, um, just basically I'm talking to the elders, um, about the advanced directive, um, you know, like basically, you know, encouraging their, you know, um, health, their mental health, their physical health, um, just whatever, you know, if they're needing help with their Medicare, if they have questions regarding their Medicare, I'm there to assist them. Um, and, you know, if they have any uh, other questions, you know, like, uh, is this, you know, um, why is this organization calling me? You know, especially with Medicare, there is so many 
outside programs that Indian Health Indian Health Council does not um, accept. You know, so they're able to ask me regarding their Medicare, you know, questions. Gotcha. And advanced directive, what exactly is that? And why is it important for them to, to get that in place? So the advanced directive is like basically their wishes for if they, um, you know, get down, you know, at their last stages of life and they, um, you know, have something in place, whether they have a family member to make the decision to prolong life or, um, not prolong life. They also have the option of donating their organs. They also have options of uh, what kind of med- payments that they want to um, choose. And that's basically something, you know, they can um, do that. They can also have a post on file, with which is a physician's order life-sustaining treatment. So um, basically they can have that in place as well. And they kind of discuss that with the doctor. So I'm just there to you know, um, help them educate them. And basically they just need a witness to sign off on it and, um, or they can have a notary public. Right. Now I know a lot of people are really uncomfortable talking about kind of those, those last decisions, the end of life choices that need to be made, but it's really important for the people who, who kind of you're leaving behind that you do that ahead of time. So they're not all arguing about what your wishes might've been. Right. Exactly. Cause that can be really hard on the family that you leave behind. If you, if you haven't laid that stuff out clearly for them, Exactly. because say you've got three children who suddenly are faced with all these choices that have different experiences with you, right? Like they're all going to have different opinions on what it is you would have wanted. <laughs> Right. Exactly. And, it, you know, I, I recently lost it wasn't recent, but it's been about three years since I lost my dad. So that was um that was really rough. And his last wishes was a little out of date, but we did get through it. And um, I think any time uh, we bury a parent, it's just really cruciating on the family. Yeah. It impacts the family as well. Yes, yeah, for, yeah. Sure. for sure. Um, yeah. Both of my parents, thankfully, had like laid out very clearly for us what they wanted, so there was never any any issue. Um, but I do know how rare that seemed to the nurses and stuff at the hospital because we were all unified front on what needed to happen, and they were like, "Well, this is this is great. They they <laughs> they're not arguing. They don't have any any doubt." Um, and, and I, I, I have friends who've lost their parents who ended up having those arguments with their family members about, you know, what should be done. And, and we're you know. never really ready. We think we are, but we're not. You know, no, it's no. when it happens, you know, it, it's it is sad, you know. Yeah. And, and, you know, like, I mean, if you've made it to be an elder, like, obviously, that's that's a natural part of the journey that you're about to embark upon. Right. But like my parents passed at 57 and 61, like they were, they were not planning on going that soon, you know, but thankfully they had already taken those steps with, with, the, with us and we didn't have to worry about it. So I, I strongly encourage anybody yeah. at any age to, to take that, that time and start making those plans because, because you don't know, you just don't know when that's, that's going to happen. Right. Um, senior chair volleyball. Like you guys, you guys were there and, and handling, I had the opportunity to come out and take some photos and stuff. Like that was really fun. I've never, I've never seen chair volleyball before. When you first brought it up, George, I was like, 
what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think it's a, it, that was a, re- a long time coming. Um, Lisa, I'm glad you came on board in time to, to get a chance to, to be a part of it. And I appreciate your help and supporting with it. I think we had some fun. It's a little intimidating because of this, maybe the stuff that you've heard or, or some of the things, but the seniors and the elders really enjoy playing that. And it gives them a, an experience to get together something outside of a funeral or, 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 um, uh, um, an anniversary or something. And, and they, they really have a good time and they get out and exercise, um, and, uh, have some fun. Um, that's something that was a league that we've, we've been trying to put together for, for some time now. And, uh, um, we work with, with several reservations from around the area and, um, the seniors love it. Yeah. yeah, they 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 really they really dig it. I think it's good stuff. Did you have fun out there? I did, and uh, like you said, the weather was just you know really bad. And they came from yeah. uh, Morongo, oh, and yeah. they came from uh, the East County side, Barona, yeah. Viejas, and they were just really you know the no weather stopped them. Yeah, you know um, one thing I've learned uh, since I've been out here, you know, for for my twenty something years is, you know, I've always it's always been instilled in me to, you know, respect our elders and, and serve our elders, take care of our elders and elders first. And um I just um the the whole chair volleyball movement kind of got instilled in me from from some of the elders that, you know, from a lot of times the elders will say, you know, we, we you know, what are we doing with them? You know, we spend a lot of time on youth, youth, youth or or some of these other programs and and there's an elder community that, that kind of gets overshadowed or, or doesn't really get the attention. And so I kind of, that's always been instilled in me. Um, and uh, elders are important. And a lot of that came with, you know, with, with your predecessor, Art, Art being the elder navigator, um, and him having a really, really, really um, 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 big impact on, on my career and, and, and him, him really uh, caring about the elder community. So we, we, we uh, prioritized... Um, what they wanted, you know, what we heard them, we listened to them and heard them and, um, they really enjoyed doing that. You know, some of the stuff, uh, they, some of the other stuff they, they enjoy doing, you know, I think, uh, uh, some of the stuff they don't enjoy doing is important. You know, all the information and, and the presentations that we do are important and, and they give us a chance to get those, get those things across. But, um, um, they really enjoy, um, um, getting together and having a good time, and and they really uh, asked us to do that for a long time. And so, if we if we had a chance to bring, you know, if we had a chance to do something for them, why not? Well, it's so good for their mental health, right? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's good for us to li- you know to listen to them yeah. and do what they say. <laughs> you know, uh, you know. So so uh, it was a it was just an honor to be able to finally, like I said, it was a long time coming. And, and, and some of those elders, I'm careful in a sense to not make promises because I, I have let too many people down. I know better than to make promises, but, but I try really hard and, and, and people have always said, you know, do this, do this, do this. You know, you guys should do this. You guys should do this. And they don't realize that, you know, we're not a chair volleyball federation or, or that we're not really a sports organization or, or that we're really outside of our scope, but, but yet we're still was still willing to stretch. And so it just takes time and, and, and being patient and working with the right entities like Paula, um, and, and these other reservations that are, um, 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 collaborative and, and, um, um, so sharing with their resources, uh, we couldn't do it without them. Yeah. But, um, 
um, finally things happen. And then I think that builds a certain type of rapport with our, with our elder community when you do certain things like that, that, you know, you hear them, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're there for them. Um, you're not just there to, um, you know, give them a service, you know, you're, you're, you're listening to them, you know, you're providing for them because, um, they're important, you know, and, and when you listen to them and when you, um, they, 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 they care about us just as much as we care about them and, and their, their information and their knowledge is so vital, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you just listen and, and, and when they give you, you know, when they tell you, you know, you know, leave early because the road gets bad, you know, you start when you, when, I, when you get to the, to the point in life, when you really start listening to, to the elder, to, to someone, they know what they're talking about. They've been around here a lot longer than I have. And, and when they care about you enough, they'll give you that advice. You know, they'll take the time to explain things to you. Right. And so I think it kind of goes both ways. So um, that was a fun project. It was a fun, sorry to go on a tangent. No, no, it's good. But um, <laughs> um, that's kind of, I think, I think what, 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 the work was really about is just kind of uh, serving the senior community. I don't know. What do you think? What, what, what are you interested in getting into, Lisa? Um, yeah, George is super passionate about his chair volleyball, and <laughs> I, I love that about him. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, they, if and I, I've had conversations before with George about you know, if it weren't for the elders, I mean, I wouldn't be the person I am today. You know, they've shaped me into the person I am today, and you know. Um, you know, when I first moved up to Santa Isabel, I had no water, electricity, and, you know, they've, you know, I had to prove myself, you know, and that's how, you know, I, I you know, we go to, um, like George said, we go to the funerals and, you know, sometimes that's the only time we see each other. And, you know, it was good to do it in a positive way. And, um, yeah, thank goodness for Paula for, you know, letting us, you know, use their gym and everything. So. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so some of the uh, some of the the elders, uh, uh, in particular from from your reservation, from up there on the on Volcan Mountain, have been some of my uh, my my uh, best friends. So uh, um, um, I've learned a lot from up there. So uh, I, I look forward to doing some projects up there with you. Um, uh, we've had some workshops and 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 art projects and um, expressive art. I mean. Uh, uh, we, the elder, the, the, uh, um, um, excuse me, the, uh, Ava project, uh, was a huge with, you know, Ben Magante, who's no longer with us, but, uh, just, just really seeing, you know, their, uh, um, the, the creative genius that they bring to the table and, and, and their passion, uh, for the community, uh, when they, when they get together, some of the, some of the projects that they, that, that they put together is, is really, really powerful. So when we're a part of those things, it's really, really fun. Um, so Ava, that's the American Indian Veterans Association. Yeah, yeah. Lisa just got that. Just you, got that. You back just had your room. first one of those meetings, right? Post COVID, yeah. So we we finally got uh, we finally opened that one back up since uh, oh, after COVID. So that was a huge. I think that was a huge uh, um, um, uh, event. Great turnout, you know. And yeah, how they how they how they take getting to meet again? How'd that go? It went good. Um, Great. Yeah, Tim Mervago, he got those people, you know, they showed up and uh, there's still a few, you know, that we're working on that, you know, Junior Pena is one of them and I want to see him there, (laughs) you know, um, but uh, they showed up and, you know, I I was the first one I went to. So, um, you know, they had their donuts or coffee and 
they, you know, mingled and it was good to see that. It's good. It's good. Yeah. We, 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 we had, uh, uh, we had a fight for those donuts. You know, we, uh, <laughs> there was some years ago when, uh, we started having these, these, uh, veteran meetings and, uh, they wanted, you know, they wanted to meet here and they asked if we could get them donuts, you know, to, to start the, the meeting, you know, so when they show up, there's coffee and donuts and being a health clinic, you know, don't, especially, you know, with diabetes so rampant in our community, mm-hmm. um, donuts are not the, 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 uh, donuts are the enemy. preferred food of choice. No, they're, they're basically the worst thing you could have. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so there was you carbs know, on carbs. There's, you know, there was leadership here, uh, some leadership here that were very adamant against having donuts here, and 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 that was a discussion that was that took place. That was kind of like, you know, uh, uh, what is it? You know, what's our goal? You know, and 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 what's this thing about? And it was interesting to listen and be a part of that conversation. Um, and and I just listen, believe it or not, as much as I like to talk. Because uh, those are those are tough decisions. I get both sides, and uh, and the veterans' take was: look, we've taken a, so we've taken bullets, you know, a lot worse than a donut. You well, know, and, and and coffee black and donuts yeah. are kind of like the military, like you know, all, uh, we're, not, we're not asking for much, <laughs> yeah. you know. And, and in return, you know, we're, we're we're trying to you know get this thing together, and and they do some good stuff too, and uh, and then the outcome was you know give them their donuts. You know, and, 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 you know, they, they, they have a choice to take it or not, you know? So, uh, yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> yeah. That was a, that was a really big deal actually. <laughs> it's, but, but again, it's little things like that, that people don't realize, you know, the, the complexities of, of just putting any sort of event on, I know. Yeah, that was you a know, really, especially really through our health center. Yeah. You know, that was a really like... big deal. That was a really big deal. A lot of multiple meetings, I believe took place over that, you know, cause yeah. at first we, we brought them like, you know, really healthy options, you know, the hard boiled eggs and the, and the healthy fruit and stuff like that. And they were, they were furious. <laughs> they were very offended, you know, and yeah. they, you know, we asked for donuts, yeah. you know, and, and this is insulting. You know, and then and then worse, I'm we had to bring them. You know, it's like, well, you know, you don't want us to. If you don't want them, you bring them to them. You know, I'm gonna get my I'm getting my hand slapped. I say, just give them their donuts. Jeez, you know, because yeah. you know we're taught out here. You know, respect your elders, listen to your elders, do what they say, and they're telling me to bring donuts, and now in return, I'm not. You know, so you know, don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> yeah. You know, so yeah, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. There's always more complexity yeah. to everything yeah. than, than people realize. Uh huh. And For so sure. uh, leadership, uh, you know, understood, and 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 we 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 bent, we bent the rules a little bit for them, but <laughs> but they've done great stuff. Now they're instrumental in the uh, um, the color guard, the honor guard. Mm-hmm. They're at uh, just about any and every service that's needed. That that was established here. I know there's another one, the VAWA, uh, the or the uh, yeah, the American Indian Warriors Association. I think they come out of the out of the south, down in southern San Diego. But uh, they they do some honor and color guards services, but um, the Ava service is really what that was established here. Really, is instrumental in most of the services. I know they do like they do gun salute, they do flag folding, they do um, the fl- uh, uh, they bring and out all flag of that colors. is so important to military families. Oh, super important. You know, super when, important. when my father was uh, when my father's ashes were put in at Rosecrans. Um, you know, having the having the the service there and and having them honor 
his service at the end of his life was so important to us and you know hearing hearing taps played you know it's just like it's everything having the flags yeah. and the colors presented i mean it means so much to the yeah family. my we um buried my dad in miramar you know so yeah. yeah it was it was nice yeah and um yeah, so I know Dr. Kolak has been asking to like to get the veterans back up here. So yeah, they come uh, first Friday of the month from ten to twelve, and there's CalVets on site, and there's a Veterans Association. So um, we are trying to reestablish that relationship, and if and it's open to the community for the veterans, you know. So if anybody wants to come, they're welcome to come. That's wonderful. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really glad to see those meetings are back on, because uh, it was one of the first things that I was that I was told when I started working here, especially by Art. You know, like we haven't been able to have the veterans meetings, and you know that was really, really tugging at his heart that that he wasn't able to put those meetings together and and keep that community, you know, sustained during during the COVID time. So I'm I'm really happy when 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 you asked me to make the flyer and I saw what it was for, I was like. Oh, this is good. <laughs> yeah, this is good. This is this is needed, and I know I know that I know that the community is going to be really happy to see this back. And the, some of the benefits are like legal assistance, you know, like you said, burial assistance. So those are things that we plan on, you know, bringing up once a month, you know, and um, you know, so they are able to connect with that, you know, with their benefits through not, the vets. But well, th those are available for all of our community, not just vets, right? Um, well, just right now the vets, but yeah, um, burial, burial assistance. Uh, they have uh, the bit like he like Miramar. Oh, you know, sorry. And, There's very yeah. specific oh, burial assistance through the vets. Yeah. 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 So, um, and na and navigating that's not like if you're if you're the child of a veteran and none of that's been kind of preset. <laughs> um, it can be daunting trying to figure out who do I contact? Where do I go? You know, what do I need to do to make this happen? Um, so again, the more kind of pre-planning you can do, the more you can set that stuff in motion ahead of time, kind of the easier it is on the, on the family. Um, and, and, and you then know that what happens to you afterwards is going to be what you want to, which I think is, is a comfort as well. So, um, yeah, I think that's, I think that's wonderful. You mentioned uh, wellness workshops up at Santa Isabel. Those are the first Tuesday of every month. What is what does you guys do at the wellness workshops? So we um, first Tuesday of the month, um, the uh, prevention early intervention ha has been reaching out to the community, and it's open to everybody. Um, and we kind of go over like a topic. Um, when I first started, it was um, disabilities and mental health. Mm. And then we just did one on um, alcohol awareness and we have mental health coming up next month. And we also have, we have one coming up for elder awareness as well. So there's always a topic every month. And like I said, it's open to everybody. Um, mostly we have the seniors and the elders that show up, but um, we're trying to get more like mix it up a little bit with the youth as well. You know, the mid age as well, you know, and, um, you know, get them, you know, involved as well. And it's for, you know, the community. Okay. So you talk about a topic. What else do you do? 
I mean, we, we, the, the term workshop employees. We have some food. Uh, we do some, some, some cooking. And then we have a, an art-type project. Last month, uh, this month, actually, we made some bird feeders oh, awesome. that are pretty cool. I got some blue jays in my yard now. Uh, yeah yeah they're they're pretty fair you know they're fairly if i can do it anyone can do it and i did one so uh they're pretty easy art projects we provide all the tools and the and the um and the supplies and we just want people to have some sort of like coping skill and 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 you know uh work with your hand type project while we talk you know it's it's hard to get through some of my lectures so the the busier we can we can make them the easier it is for them to get through it you know so uh um the uh um, our projects, the food, the, the discussions, and sometimes we do some other stuff, but that's like the general idea of the, of the workshop. And we're looking to bring them back. We, we've done them in the past on, on, on all the reservations. And so now that we're, we're staffed again, we're going to, we're going to bring those back out. We're going to roll them back out. I think that's our pro that's right. That's our, that's the goal at least. So. No, oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, so a lot of lot of plans, a lot of plans. That's oh, exciting. It's wonderful. Yeah, um, yeah. Th you mentioned now that we're staffed. Like this is the first time HPMD Health Promotions and Marketing Department has been like fully staffed in a few months, right? I think so. So yeah, poor George been like carrying a heavy burden all by himself for months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so no, it's good. It's good that it's good that you're here. It's good that Maria's here. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm really excited about seeing what you guys are all going to be able to do, especially with the public health emergency coming to an end in May. Like, <coughs> like that that should just finally kind of complete the opening up process of a lot of things that we can do. I'm curious and, to see what that looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we haven't gotten final word yet on you know what what that means uh -huh. uh, for IHC's operations and whatnot, but certainly out and about around the community like that. That means everything's open out outside, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's wonderful. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, Lisa, did you grow up in the area? Like, what's what's your kind of history? Like, um, yeah. So um, I bought my house in two thousand, and I moved up to Santa Isabel. Um, before that, I you know was living down in um, on the Viejo Indian Reservation, okay. so um, I got a lot of family there in Barona. Um, my family background: I am a Pipa and a Crispin. So um, yeah, um, basically, yeah, I've pretty much been you know my whole life grown up, grown up on the reservations. Um, but yeah, okay, cool Yes, Kumiai. <laughs> you know, um, the women in my life, I, you know, is my mom, um, Nancy. She, her maiden name is Lopez. She's a Christman, um, Virginia Christman. Um, she is, you know, my aunt Virginia. And those, those are the women in my life that have shaped me. And you know, I got my aunts, Very you know. Strong, strong. I know a few of them. Yeah. Very strong. Yes. Very strong women. Yes. <laughs> and, um, yeah, um, and the so you know my my dad served in the military as well. My son is serving in the military. He's stationed in Hawaii now. You know, I've I've raised three boys, uh, single mom, and like I, I said, know them too. Good kids. Yes, good kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we've been patients here at Indian Health Council. You know, our whole life. You know, pretty wow. much. 
grew up with Indian Health Services, you yeah, know. Right. Um, I remember getting my glasses way back in the days, you know. We would, um, you know, go to Morongo, and that's the only place we can get glasses back then, you know. Yeah. Growing up and waiting all day long just to get my, you know, glasses, you know. So I, I'm big, a, I've been impatient my whole life with Indian Health. Wow. Yeah, we talk, we talk about it occasionally on the podcast, you know, about trying to remember back to the day when Indian Health Council didn't exist in this area. And, like, what did people do? And you know, like, you had to go all the way to Morongo for glasses, you know? It's like, um, yeah, I mean, there's a reason why this, this health center has grown as big as it is. And, you know, I mean, we're bursting at the seams as it is. Like, there's, there's no room. <laughs> You guys are doubled up in offices and right. stuff, and <laughs> you know. I remember RingCon too when they just had a tent for their casino, and yeah. when Paula first started out, Viejas all you know yeah. before the casinos weren't even around. Yeah. I remember those days, the fiestas, you know, where they were just, you know, they call it fiesta feet and you know things like that. And I remember those days. Yeah, a lot, uh, a lot of things have changed out here over the years, mm-hmm. you know. I, I, I didn't grow up on the reservations, but, you know, I've lived in San Diego most of my life. And, you know, we've traveled out into these areas, you know, for lots of different reasons over the years. And I've, I've watched since my elementary school days, I've watched how much all this has built up and grown and changed. Um, when did you make the decision for yourself that you wanted to work in the healthcare field? Like, like how did that come about for you? Um, like I said, I did, um, you know, work in the casinos, um, you know, so I pretty much um, did my casino career. And that was really hard because, you know, my kids had to celebrate like Christmases and Easter's and, you know, during the week, you know, because um, mm-hmm. we mostly I mostly had to work on the holidays. Right. But I think the big changing part was when I worked the 2000 census. And that was like when they actually wanted to count Native Americans rather than go knock on the door and, you know, say you're, you know, we count at you. Um, that was really big because they had a huge education on really, you know, getting the Native Americans counted. And that would help like services like Indian Health Services get funding, you know. So that was one of the things I started, you know, working um, with this, this clinic and I was able to, you know, build a rapport, um, do that education. We did the count. And then I shortly after that got hired in 2000, you know, and came on a board, you know, with Indian Health Services here, you know, and um, been working there till 2018. Um, that was at, what, 2010, sorry, um, the census. And then worked for a couple, you know, eight years and been in the, you know, I worked for Saquon, Saquon Vogue Rehab as well, worked with disabilities and then work at Southern Indian Health and then came back here as, you know, again. Okay. So working the census is what brought you ultimately into this, this line of work. Yes. That's, that's fascinating, man. You never know. You never know what somebody's journey is, right? Like. Some people are like, oh, I wanted to work in healthcare my whole life. And other people are like, well, I, you know, I got hurt and, you know, realized that, hey, I want to do what these people did for me, (laughs) you know, that you, you were working the census. That's not, that's not something I would have, I would have guessed (laughs) in a million years, you know, um, that's cool though. You know, it's, it's cool that the, the, 
that that process is kind of like what opened your eyes to this as a as a route for you to take. Um, that's really neat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, the uh, you've been here mostly since 2010, right? Um, what uh, and you've been a patient here your whole whole life, like. What do you see as being like kind of the biggest changes over time uh, in terms of how Indian Health Council has grown and, and the services that they provide? Because I imagine when you came here when you were younger, the services weren't as wide as, as they are today. Yeah, mostly um, like, you know, um, basically mental health has been a big thing. Mm -hmm. I don't even think they had mental health back when I was growing up. And I think it's just so neat to like talk about depression and talk about things that, you know, um, you know, suicide, things that I didn't, you know, wasn't able to open up back in the days about. Right. And it's a real, you know, concern, substance abuse and, you know, uh, how it's affected the reservations, the depression. And, um, you know, I think getting, um, you know, having these um you know, like, um, groups and, you know, like volleyball, you know, and, you know, getting our elders out and, you know, cause they get depressed and yeah, yeah that's huge. You know, like getting, getting in the resra is huge up here. And, um, I didn't know, like everybody said, watch out for the resra, but I seen it with my kids, you know, I had to get them off the reservation to get out and live their life. And, you know, um, and I always have to tell my mom, let's do this. Let's, you know, um, and we're just getting the seniors involved or just anybody, you know. So those that's the biggest thing that, you know, I've seen change that I didn't have when I was growing up. Wow. Yeah, I think it's good that we bring out and we talk about those. We, we bring those topics up because nobody wants to talk about them. And it's awkward if, if community members talk about them amongst each other. So, you know, as a as a clinic we can come in and bring up a top a subject or a topic and then it kind of takes it off takes the pressure off of them to, to bring it up you know so if we bring it up i think it opens the table up to talk about it and i think it's good because usually when we bring it up the conversations really really open up and it's good to yeah like george said you know to have like know that hey that i am experiencing depression rather than isolate you know to say i feel i don't feel good today you know and uh yeah right. so i think it's just and, and to know that, that there's other people that feel like you yes it's you very know? healthy yeah. it's okay and and you know you hate to bring it up but you know when you talk about the statistics and the numbers and and native americans get categorized so much um, they're impactful, you know, and, and, and there's a reason why. And bringing, the, bringing up these topics is, is hopefully, count, you know, fighting against those statistics and, and hopefully helping. So we'll see. And, like, you know, suicide's a huge concern. Um, substance abuse, that fentanyl is, you know, plaguing our kids. And uh, they're now I heard on the news they're lacing it with um, horse tranquilizer, you yep. know, and it, it, it's hitting our reservations and it's killing our people. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's good that they can come here and talk to us. You know, George and I are both trained in QPR. And, um, you know, and, uh, our uh, moment as well, you know, and there's that, uh, there's that suicide, uh, awareness, you know? So, I mean, I'm like, I, I'm passionate about stuff like that now. That's great. That's great. 
and that, and that's you know that's the thing about passion like it's a seed like once once one person has it and it's it's rooted into the community like that passion just grows right mm -hmm. so your passion is going to spread out and and hit more people and hopefully uh you know passion can go viral well and, it, and, and it, everybody it, will 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 want to take care it, of each other it inspires other. me too knowing that you're from here and that you know like you your mom you mentioned your mom being from here and 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 you're you're you have a purpose out here so <clears throat> working alongside of you and it, it re-inspires me that you know i have a purpose that you know i better you know act right because you know this is your house and uh you know we're here for a reason you know um i think a lot of people that aren't necessarily from around here or or really understand that people live out here people are from here um they don't understand what 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 that entails you know so um it really it inspires me having having you on the on the team thank you well and as somebody who's from the outside you know i, I can say like you know i grew up in encinitas and i live in oceanside and you know like it's nice that i live in those places but i don't have the same attachment to having grown up in those places that the community members have to the reservations they grow up on and the community and the people and the land that they're all a part of mm -hmm. like there's an identity associated with being Native American that doesn't exist for a lot of us who aren't and come from the outside. And it's hard for us to kind of grasp that and understand that. And it's, it's been an education for me since I started working here to understand how important that attachment is uh, to the people here. You know, it's not just a place they live. It, it's part of who they are. It's part of, you know, their culture. It's part of their spirituality. It's, it's so, so important, and it's not something that I completely understood myself, and I'm still learning uh, about, you know, while I work here, and um, learning to respect that and understand it and try and recognize what it means is, is really important to, I think, me doing the work that I need to do to help Indian Health Council get the messaging out that it needs to get out, but but also just to try and, like, in my own small way, find my way to be a part of what goes on up here and, and do my job responsibly. And we appreciate you. I, I can't speak for everybody, but I know like, you know, at that, like at the workshops, they're like, George, you know, sit down and eat, you know, let's break bread. <laughs> yeah, they tell them like, you know, and yeah. they, and I know they offer that at Paula, you know, uh, they're like, hey, you know, yeah. um, we appreciate the resources. Like I said, I can't talk for everybody, but, uh, you know, I think uh, they do like to welcome, uh, you know, everybody too. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, yeah. I've been around about a year and a half now, so people are starting to recognize me as somebody they've seen before. <laughs> you know, oh, at various oh, it events, takes, it takes time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now, now they're now time. they're starting to talk to me a little bit and like, hey, so what? Do, what exactly do you do? <laughs> well, have you got yelled at? <laughs> Uh, no, to, I haven't been have yelled at. You yet. have to get yelled so. at, and then you have to get chewed out, then you have to get put in your place. <laughs> okay, and then then they start to get to know you. Yeah. So you got. To, it sounds like you got some time. Yeah, yeah. I was just telling talking to Lisa this morning about how much how many times I get I've gotten yelled at and checked and <laughs> put in my place. You know, it was you know kind of the norm. You know, but uh, uh, I guess they tell me that that's uh, that means they like you. <laughs> well, I get yelled at. Well, too. I guess they love me. <laughs> but uh, uh, oh yeah. So. Yeah. 
Mm. Well, well and it's it's good to see your daughters. You know, I see them grow up and. You know, your daughters are like out there in the community, George's daughters, you know, and I was at a service and they were, you know, putting out flowers and, you know, that's, you know, these young people that are out there, the young generation, you know, they're out dancing and they're, you know, they're uh, serving the elders and, uh, you know, uh, walking them to their car, putting, you know, pushing out their chair and that's, that's good, you know, to see those young kids do that and, you know, like I said, serving them. Yeah, you know, we were we're taught we're taught to we're taught to do certain things, and then uh, uh, you if you, if you have thick enough skin and and are strong enough, you listen, you know. But but if not, it's like ah, they're cranky. Why are you always yelling? Well, they're just telling you what to do, you know, you know, you know. Whether it's grab my grab this chair or or, or help them to the car, just do it, you know. And 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 uh, I think in return you teach the next person you know and then they're going to teach the next person because we all have to take care of each other you know so i think it goes in circle well and you know <clears throat> just speaking from my own experience with my mother you know she yelled a lot but she yelled a lot because she couldn't hear herself very well anymore so it really wasn't anything about you <laughs> it's just it's just the volume she spoke at because that's when she could hear herself <laughs> so you know Maybe we're not always being yelled at. Maybe maybe we just need to kind of understand sometimes that, you know, the older we get, kind of the louder we have to talk sometimes just to be heard. So, but um, no, I, I, as always, am completely in awe of the, the compassion and the passion that the people I work with put into their work. Both of you um, are an inspiration for me, Maria. Uh, Sky, I mean, all, all of the team that we work with, um, you all care so much. And it is one of the reasons why I wanted to work here. It's one of the reasons why I continue to be really proud to be a part of the IHC team um, and doing the work that we do here um, because it is for the people. It is about taking care <laughs> of the people and providing resources and services and outlets Um you know, and events that, that aren't just about like, Hey, you know, you're sick, but like, let's make you happy. <laughs> you know, that was one of the things I loved about the senior chair volleyball event was seeing so many smiles. Like it was, it was really cool to see so many smiles, um, in that building on the days that I came over to, to visit and, um, you know, kudos to you guys for the work that you're doing. Thank you for being an inspiration to me. Thank you for what you do for the community. And, uh, yeah. Anything you want to say before we close this out? No, I look forward to some more projects and, and getting busy here soon. Yeah, we're always brainstorming. Yeah. And if you guys, if, uh, the community, has anything you guys want yeah. us to help yeah. out assist with, that's what we're mm-hmm. here for, to help out with your, you know. <clears throat> Um, any questions is, you know, we're open to, yeah. we may not have the answers, you know, yeah. like George says, you know, but we will we'll try to yeah. get them for you. How they uh, reach out to you, Lisa. Yes, they have. Yes. Um, I do have some, you know, that call me daily and, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, some I'm trying to get back in here to the clinic. So, yeah. Um, they just call the clinic and ask for you directly or yeah, my extensions five, two, eight, one, you can reach me by George, you know, he's always doing presentations and I'm with him as well. And, 
you know, we're trying to, you know, with the gatherings and um, yeah, Earth there. Days. Yeah, we'll start we're seeing us here starting tomorrow, really. Starting tomorrow, we're going to, tomorrow the outreach trail starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll be out there. Exciting. Yeah. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much, yeah. Lisa, for sitting down and chatting with us. And thank you. Letting us get to know Good you a little bit better. You. Or no, uh, podcast meet you. <laughs> P meet you? P meet you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Everybody out there, take care. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you for listening to the What About Life podcast from Indian Health Council. Please take a moment and make sure you subscribe to the show so you don't miss a single new episode. The views and opinions expressed by those interviewed on the What About Life podcast, including all program participants, are solely their own current opinions regarding events and are based on their own perspective and opinion. It is the opinion and perspective of the interviewees and the hosts. Such views, opinions, and or perspectives are intended to convey a life story or based on recollections about events in their lives on which conflicting memories may exist and are not intended to malign any individual, religion, ethnic group, or company. The views and opinions expressed do not reflect the views or opinions of Indian Health Council, Inc., or the companies with which any program participants, interviewees, are or may be affiliated. The What About Life podcast is a production of the Health Promotions and Marketing Department at Indian Health Council and is funded through the Prevention and Early Intervention Program from the County of San Diego HHSA Mental Health Services Act. What About Life is produced and edited by David S. Dawson, executive produced by Beth Turner. This episode of What About Life is the copyright of Indian Health Council, Inc.